Section thirteen of Confessions, Volumes three and four. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Giessen. Confessions, Volumes three and four, by Jean Jacques Rousseau. Anonymously translated. Section thirteen i did not return to nyon but to lausanne wishing to gratify myself with a view of that beautiful lake which is seen there in its utmost extent the greater part of my secret motives have not been so reasonable distant expectation has rarely strength enough to influence my actions the uncertainty of the future ever making me regard projects whose execution requires a length of time as deceitful lures i give in to visionary scenes of hope as well as others provided they cost nothing but if attended with any trouble i have done with them the smallest the most trifling pleasure that is conveniently within my reach tempts me more than all the joys of paradise i must except however those pleasures which are necessarily followed by pain I only love those enjoyments which are unadulterated, which can never be the case where we are conscious they must be followed by repentance. It was necessary I should arrive at some place, and the nearest was best, for having lost my way on the road, I found myself in the evening at Moudon where i spent all that remained of my little stock except ten kreutzers which served to purchase my next day's dinner arriving in the evening at lausanne i went into an alehouse without a penny in my pocket to pay for my lodging or knowing what would become of me i found myself extremely hungry setting therefore a good face on the matter i ordered supper made my meal went to bed without thought and slept with great composure in the morning having breakfasted and reckoned with my host i offered to leave my waistcoat in pledge for seven bats which was the amount of my expenses the honest man refused this saying thank heaven he had never stripped any one and would not now begin for seven bats adding i should keep my waistcoat and pay him when i could i was affected with this unexpected kindness but felt it less than i ought to have done or have since experienced on the remembrance of it i did not fail sending him his money with thanks by one i could depend on fifteen years after 
passing lausanne on my return from italy i felt a sensible regret at having forgotten the name of the landlord and house i wished to see him and should have felt real pleasure in recalling to his memory that worthy action services which doubtless have been much more important but rendered with ostentation have not appeared to me so worthy of gratitude as the simple unaffected humanity of this honest man as i approached lausanne i thought of my distress and the means of extricating myself without appearing in want to my stepmother i compared myself in this walking pilgrimage to my friend venture on his arrival at annecy and was so warmed with the idea that without recollecting that i had neither his gentility nor his talents i determined to act the part of little venture at lausanne to teach music which i did not understand and say i came from paris where i had never been in consequence of this noble project as there was no company where i could introduce myself without expense and not choosing to venture among professional people i inquired for some little inn where i could lodge cheap and was directed to one named perrotet who took in boarders this perrotet was one of the best men in the world received me very kindly and after having heard my feigned story and profession promised to speak of me and endeavoured to procure me scholars saying he should not expect any money till i had earned it his price for board though moderate in itself was a great deal to me he advised me therefore to begin with half board which consisted of good soup only for dinner but a plentiful supper at night i closed with this proposition and the poor perrotet trusted me with great cheerfulness sparing meantime no trouble to be useful to me having found so many good people in my youth why do i find so few in my age is their race extinct no but i do not seek them in the same situation i did formerly among the commonality where violent passions predominate only at intervals and where nature speaks her genuine sentiments in more elevated stations they are entirely smothered and under the mask of sentiment only interest or vanity is heard having written to my father from lausanne he sent my packet and some excellent advice of which i should have profited better 
i have already observed that i have moments of inconceivable delirium in which i am entirely out of myself the adventure i am about to relate is an instance of this to comprehend how completely my brain was turned and to what degree i had venturized if i may be allowed the expression the many extravagances i ran into at the same time should be considered behold me then a singing-master without knowing how to note a common song for if the five or six months passed with le maitre had improved me they could not be supposed sufficient to qualify me for such an undertaking besides being taught by a master was enough as i have before observed to make me learn ill being a parisian from geneva and a catholic in a protestant country i thought i should change my name with my religion and country still approaching as near as possible to the great model i had in view he called himself venture de villeneuve i changed by anagram the name rousseau into that of vaussard calling myself monsieur vaussard de villeneuve venture was a good composer though he had not said so without knowing anything of the art i boasted of my skill to every one this was not all being presented to monsieur de freytorance professor of law who loved music and who gave concerts at his house nothing would do but i must give him a proof of my talents and accordingly i set about composing a piece for his concerts as boldly as if i had really understood the science i had the constancy to labour a fortnight at this curious business to copy it fair write out the different parts and distribute them with as much assurance as if they had been masterpieces of harmony in short what will hardly be believed though strictly true i tacked a very pretty minuet to the end of it that was commonly played about the streets and which many may remember from these words so well known at that time quelle caprice quelle injustice quoi tu clarisses trahirait tes feux venture had taught me this air with the bass set to other words by the help of which i had retained it thus at the end of my composition i put this minuet and bass suppressing the words and uttering it for my own as confidently as if i had been speaking to the inhabitants of the moon they assembled to perform my piece 
i explain to each the movement taste of execution and references to his part i was fully occupied they were five or six minutes preparing which were for me so many ages at length everything is adjusted myself in a conspicuous situation a fine roll of paper in my hand gravely preparing to beat time i gave four or five strokes with my paper attending with take care they begin no never since french operas existed was there such a confused discord the minuet however presently put all the company in a good humour hardly was it begun before i heard bursts of laughter from all parts every one congratulated me on my pretty taste for music declaring this minuet would make me spoken of and that i merited the loudest praise it is not necessary to describe my uneasiness or to own how much i deserved it next day one of the musicians named lutold came to see me and was kind enough to congratulate me on my success the profound conviction of my folly shame regret and the state of despair to which i was reduced with the impossibility of concealing the cruel agitation of my heart made me open it to him giving therefore a loose to my tears not content with owning my ignorance i told all conjuring him to secrecy he kept his word as every one will suppose the same evening all lausanne knew who i was but what is remarkable no one seemed to know not even the good perrotet who notwithstanding what had happened continued to lodge and board me i led a melancholy life here the consequences of such an essay had not rendered lausanne a very agreeable residence scholars did not present themselves in crowds not a single female and not a person of the city i had only two or three great dunces as stupid as i was ignorant who fatigued me to death and in my hands were not likely to edify much at length i was sent for to a house where a little serpent of a girl amused herself by showing me a parcel of music that i could not read a note of and which she had the malice to sing before her master to teach him how it should be executed for i was so unable to read an air at first sight 
that in the charming concert i have just described i could not possibly follow the execution a moment or know whether they played truly what lay before them and i myself had composed in the midst of so many humiliating circumstances i had the pleasing consolation from time to time of receiving letters from my two charming friends i have ever found the utmost consolatory virtue in the fair when in disgrace nothing softens my affliction more than to be sensible that an amiable woman is interested for me this correspondence ceased soon after and was never renewed indeed it was my own fault for in changing situations i neglected sending my address and forced by necessity to think perpetually of myself i soon forgot them end of section 13 recording by martin geeson in hazelmere surrey